0: AgBioScience is supported by Indiana Farmers Insurance.
1: This is AgBioScience. Welcome and thanks for joining. I'm Mitch Frazier, CEO of Agrinovus Indiana, and this is the podcast where we explore all things AgBioScience, the people, the products, innovations across food, animal health, plant science, and ag tech. 40 chances. That's the number of times a farmer has in his or her lifetime to optimize a growing crop. It's also the title of a great book by Howard G. Buffett, who describes the realities, the challenges, maximization of profit, preservation of legacy, all things that go into decisions that farmers make each season and critical to optimizing those calculations, managing the complexity is at the center. Ag retail co-ops. And joining us today is the leader of one of the largest co-ops in the Midwest. It's Jeff Troike, CEO of Series Solutions. Jeff, welcome to Ag Bioscience.
2: Hey, thanks, Mitch. It's a pleasure to be here and excited to be part of the program.
1: Well, I'm glad you're here. Ciri's a real diverse uh, business. Lots of customers across Indiana and Michigan. Before we get into what the company actually does, we got to hear more. We got to hear more, Jeff, of your story from a radio station in Attica, to Purdue, to building Ceres into the juggernaut that it is today.
2: And I've been very fortunate in my career, Mitch. We started out, I, I grew up on a small farm in Northern Indiana. Okay. So grain, livestock, uh, uh, learned some early management by uh, having to bale hay all summer long and managing the people there and, and, and the help there. So got out of college in the early 80s, graduated from Purdue at that time. Agriculture was struggling just a little bit. There was probably enough work at home for three families, but not enough income for the two that were already there. So I took the opportunity to go out, and I found a job with the co-op. Managed a small location for about three, four years, and at an early age was uh, fortunate enough to be put into higher level management as the general manager, and then just surround yourself with good people. And through consolidations and mergers, uh, what started out as about a $15 million co-op, now is, as you know, a lot larger, uh, a billion-dollar supply co-op in Indiana and Michigan.
1: This is an incredible story, Jeff. And when you look at the evolution of what co-ops were, what co-ops have become, really serving as a trusted advisor to farmers, to ag business, Give us a sense of what Ceres actually does and maybe who you serve across Indiana and Michigan.
2: Well, you know, we serve, uh, we are that farmer-owned co-op. That's what makes us unique. We are owned by the farmers. Um, we are an agronomy company. We are feed. We are energy, which are petroleum and propane to serve our members. A lot of our business, though, today is non-member business, uh, mostly in the propane and in the energy business. So,
1: As you look at this landscape, Jeff, and we were talking before we jumped on here, is you, know, you see consolidation happening a lot in the co-ops. seeing have seen co-ops get bigger. We've also seen farms get bigger. As, as that evolution has happened on sort of both sides of the equation, what's the role of the co-op? Has it evolved and will it continue to evolve?
2: I think so. I mean, the role as as the co-op is to bring the services, the products, the um, information to help our farmers be more profitable, more productive, and more efficient. And as I've seen in my career, as you say, I believe that when I started years ago, there was like 65 co-ops in the state of Indiana. Now there's, I think, 13. Every once in a while, we'll get challenged. Are we consolidating too much? And then I can look at a farmer and I say, you're farming 2,500 acres 40 years ago. How many farmers were farming that? And they go, oh, the light goes on. There was 10 So we're just doing nothing more in in our cooperative system or in agribusiness than what the farmers do and what our owner members are doing.
1: I think that's a really good point. As you look at being member owned and evolving to meet the needs of those members, you've grown from feed to fuel. You've built a, a broad, big business. As you look at some of those key inflection points through the growth from general manager to now CEO, now, what are some of those things that you look at and go, boy, that that really fueled growth. That was a big step forward to really driving this business to what it is today.
2: You know, when you look at that consolidation, what drove that is a lot of it is consolidation at the farm gate. And new technologies and new uh, ways of doing things that allowed farmers to grow. The specialization of the farmers, that where they got out of livestock, a lot of them. So you're either in livestock big or you're in row cropping, as they've grown, we've had to grow. We've had to change our services and our offerings to keep up with our owners, with our members, with our customers.
1: We're talking with Jeff Truckee, CEO of Sirius Solutions. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. Ag Bioscience is supported by Indiana Farmers Insurance.
0: Whether your farm is your business, your hobby, or your passion, you and your farm are one of a kind. Each is unique and requires just the right insurance coverage options. Indiana Farmers Insurance has been protecting farmers for more than 145 years. And together with your local independent insurance agent, today we deliver insurance solutions for your farm, business, home, and vehicles. Insurance can be complicated, so it's important to have a trusted expert who will guide you through your insurance experience. We partner with only the best agents, and like us, most of our agencies have been serving customers for generations. Beyond the basics, we have many other coverages available to match your needs. Our agency partners are experts and can tailor just the right coverages for your farm, business, home, or auto. Come visit us at indianafarmers.com and discover why Indiana Farmers Insurance is the right choice for you. We're proud supporters of AgBioScience and we're here to help you protect what matters most.
1: Welcome back to AgBioScience. Jeff Trucke, CEO of Siri Solutions, joins us. And Jeff, we've talked a lot about the role of the co-op and the, the rising growth of Siri Solutions and the work you're leading. What we haven't talked about is this This innovation that is fueling the change, fueling the transformation across the ag bioscience economy, give us a feel if you could. What are what are you seeing on farms and your customers here across the Midwest? What's driving profitable growth for those farmers?
2: You know, profitable growth is using the technologies. Now, what we've seen, you know, we've been in precision farming for how long now? going from the grid sampling to applying fertilizer or crop nutrients where they need to be put to now we're using data and information. We're using uh, live information from drones or satellite imagery to know what the crop needs. We're using soil or tissue samples. Just like you get a blood sample from the doctor. What do you need before you know it? Irrigation management, the use of that technology, uh, that innovation, helps them be more profitable and make more decisions as they are needed. You talked about one crop every 40, you know, 40 times to raise a crop. That's right. This allows them to make decisions on the go. We play a big part of that with our agronomists and our people that they work with to help them lead that through that because there is so much information out there. One do you use, and now we're coming up with, you know, more biologicals, the seed treatments that you can go plant early as we've seen this year, and and for it to survive and go, you know all that technology, all the biologicals, all the information's out there. Uh, we we want to be that source, and we strive to be that source with our people to bring that together and help them make the best decisions. We want to be a partner in their operation.
1: I think that's a really important piece. Is as you get to see over hundreds of thousands of acres, where you know a farmer may have a thousand, two thousand, five thousand acres. You get a chance to see that at large. And as these new innovations come online, whether it be plant science, whether it be crop protection, whether it be tech in and of itself or equipment innovations, really counting on you in many of these cases, your team, to provide that guidance, to provide the recommendations on what to do.
2: Well, that is one of the big benefits of being the co-op. We are owned by the members. We are, you know, our directors are farmers that do business with us. We do have a long-term view as we look at this industry. We're not trying to meet a quarterly report on our earnings or our sales. We are making long-term uh, decisions to benefit our owners. And that's that's our purpose. Yeah.
1: And what a great way when that benefiting owners drives food production that ultimately feeds and fuels the world. You got it. Yeah, it's important. You know,
2: um, affiliated with Land of Lakes is one of our regional co-ops that we we support and we purchase a, a lot of products from. And, you know, one of the coin phrases they have coined is 1% feeds 100%. And and we're very proud to be involved with that 1% that does feed 100% of the world.
1: That is a powerful, powerful statement. 1% feeds 100%. Ah, that's incredible. Now, we've made gains. Undoubtedly, you and I have seen gains in production agriculture, in the broader ag bioscience economy. But by no means have we reached utopia and by no means do we have all the challenges solved. As you look at the landscape today, Jeff, what, what do you see? What are some of those areas of innovation that you feel like are just ripe for tackling? <laughs>
2: Well, we go back to some of the new things. It's that satellite imagery, it's the drones, it's to have the instant information, it's to have the biologicals. There's things being developed every day, and that's part of our agronomy group and our our agronomists. They are testing that. The one thing we will not do as being a farmer-owned co-op is just go sell stuff because it's the greatest. We will test it. We will prove it. We want them to have a return on their investment. If they invest $20, there's a great, great chance they're going to get that back plus some. uh, you know, automation As this labor situation gets tough. What's the AI going to do? You know, we've seen a lot of changes in the last 10 years. What are we going to see in the next five years? I think we're going to get our mind blown and how the farmers are able to do that.
1: You, know, you look at those big trends. You said labor, and it just makes me think of, you know, today, unemployment's three-ish percent, depending on where you look. Uh, we have less people in the workforce. We have... Uh, just a really challenging economy we have to solve for that 1% and a hundred percent without the 1%, the 100 don't get fed. And we have to continue to use innovation to think through how best we can rally people around this idea of how do we go solve these challenges that are way bigger than
2: us? Well, we are going to have to use technology. You know, this, this labor is not going to go away. Is that automation? That will be some, how do we, How do we load faster, more efficient, more accurate? What systems are we using, working with the farmers, making plans with them on, you know, we do a lot of application, we do a lot of service work. You know, we're using software now to direct us where the most efficient place to go and how to to plan your day out, a planning tool to get a thousand acres instead of 800 acres. And guess what, that's better for employees. That's Absolutely. also, you know, it's good for our customer, it's good for our employees to make them more efficient, to keep them busy. You know, we talk about that in agronomy. One thing we, you know, one of our technologies are not tech, it's not new, but we've implemented it on our propane delivery system where our tanks have monitors on. So we know when they need LP. The driver is routed out turn by turn directions. And what we find out using that technology is they deliver 10 to 15% more gallons per day and they're home an hour earlier, and they're happier and they do not get called out at night. As we continue to develop that in our agronomy business, the same way we're going to how do we how do we work with that to make it better for the farmer and make it better for our employees? Because The labor situation is not going to turn around. We all look at the numbers there, right? That's right. It's a a numbers game.
1: We're into the 2023 growing season. We're seeing labor out deployed, planters running. Last year, we saw commodity prices strong, but we saw input costs high, really a challenge. Uh, We talk about labor challenges. What... What are you and your your customers forecasting this season? Not necessarily in terms of yield, but just in terms of all these challenges. Labor we talked about, but input costs, commodity prices. Give us an idea what's in the psyche of the Indiana farmer today.
2: I think, I mean, I'll have somebody listen to this and go, no, he, he's, he's wrong. <laughs> it's, it's terrible out there. I think for 2023, things are looking pretty good. We've had a good start to the season we got a good um, base level on crop insurance to guarantee for corn and soybeans. If you're a corn and soybean farmer, inputs are going down. There is volatility in the market on the grain markets, but, uh, you know, the inputs are going down. You know, the challenges are going through some of the protein people, the swine, dairy. Mm-hmm. They've went off their highs. Price of corn and soybeans or feed has gone down some. I think they're going to have a little tougher year in 23. But, you know, I, I think most of our people, if they're grain operators right now, with the guarantee on the the crop insurance, if they have their good levels, they've set a nice floor. Okay. So now if they get to production, I think they're going to have a nice year. Now 2024 is another game, right? Right. You know, inputs are going down. What's the grain price is going to be? some things won't go down their labor cost is going to struggle going down where are their machinery cost where right. their land cost some of that that is a bigger portion than their input cost but they'll get it figured out farmers do that that's what that's they what do what they do
1: that is what they do all right jeff last question for you as we look into the future i need you to help us paint a picture here what what's the farm what's the farm of the future look like and what can we do here in Indiana to really ensure that this next chapter of agriculture, this next chapter of the AG bioscience economy happens here that's built here?
2: Well, that's a great question And I think AgriNovus is a big part of that as you, you look at bringing in the technologies and the new things and, and and proofing some of them and we need to do that in new businesses and you know there's going to be more identity preserved or identity identity um, uh, crops there's going to be specially raised for special things Uh, farmers are going to do that you know there's a lot of things we do have a a pretty proud of and we're halfway through where we have a a, we call it the 2040 uh, group where we have 12 farmers 10 in indiana two in michigan okay that we believe is going to be farming in 2040. So they're averaging about 35 years of age, and their purpose is to help us. You know, you ask these questions, we ask these questions. Why don't we ask the,
1: the really smart?
2: That, yeah, really smart. That, that's going to be farming in 2040. What does your not necessarily your co-op, but what? What are you going to need out of a retailer? How are we going yeah. to get there? And we're you know we're halfway through that. We're learning a lot of interesting things. You know they they think conservation practices are going to continue to increase. You know sustainability, climate, um, very controversial subject on climate, but uh, you know use of renewable fuels, going to still happen. How many plant applications you do? That 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 more of the prescription farming that's going to continue. Uh, the plant health will go up. Probably the pesticides may go down or the crop protection products. Yields are going to continue to grow. Labor's going to be hard. How are we going to digitize? How are we going to do the AI? Uh, They believe by 2040, 50% of the uh, fleet will be autonomous.
1: Oh, that's interesting.
2: Production diversity. When we look at this group, there's already production diversity from row crop to animals to tomatoes to dairy um, that's going to increase. And then uh, rural populations, we know that numbers are going to be struggling to keep, but how do we keep that? How do we keep labor and just a lot of other opportunities that they're giving us wisdom on that we're really appreciating. And so you know, increased volatility is going to happen. We believe we need to be as a company uh, positioned to handle volatility because yeah. one have we seen the last four or five years between epidemics, supply chains, uh, pricing differences, uh, all that. Uh, farmers and and the co-op has to be able to handle that volatility and and to uh, work through that. Because as my COO Doug Brutt would tell me, there is going to be volatility. Don't worry about what it is; just be able to handle it. So you know, Save farmers advice. are a great thing. Uh, you know, they got a big thing on sustainability, a big task that uh, people are looking to ag to solve that. And, I go back in my career and I go, if you look in encyclopedias, which I know nobody has an encyclopedia now, right? <laughs> so if you Google sustainability, I believe it should say American agriculture. Because even in my career, from where we went from 150 bushel target to 225, whether it is how many pounds of feed per pounds of gain in a broiler or in a, in a hog or how much pounds of feed to get a gallon of milk, That increase in productivity and using less resources and better, safer resources to do that is phenomenal. And that's the technology and innovation and the things that continue to develop. So, you know, it's going to be an exciting ride. It it has been in my 40 years in this business and the next you know, it's just the the pace of change is going to continue to go quicker and quicker, and I think that's great for agriculture and is great for America as being a major exporter, and uh, we're just happy to be part of the, part of that system, and work with our members and our owners to to do the job that's the most important in the world, right? Absolutely. Produce the food, fuel, and fiber, not just for Americans, as we are spoiled of what 12, 13% of our income goes to produce, to feed us. And we're the envy of the world, and and we'll continue to be that using the innovation technology and what Agrinovus is doing for us, and what hopefully we are working with farmers to help them, uh, lead them through all the changes that have taken place and will continue to take place.
1: Well, I look forward to working with you, Jeff. You and your team and, and linking arms to really bring the innovation that not just at- achieves sustainability, but achieves profitability. And both of those things, as you mentioned, can coexist. We've proven it. We can continue to prove it again. And I'm confident that together with your customers, with your team, with our team, we can make it happen. He is Jeff Troik, He's CEO of Series Solutions. Jeff, thanks for spending some time with us.
2: Hey, appreciate it, Mitch.
1: I appreciate you taking a listen to us on Ag Bioscience. You can get the latest Ag Bioscience news and insights from discussions just like this by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. And while there, you can access our entire library and give us a review. Don't forget, you can always learn more online at agronovisindiana.com. On behalf of the entire Agronovis team, I'm Mitch Frazier saying thanks for listening. We look forward to seeing you real soon.
0: This podcast is a product of Agronovis Indiana in collaboration with Inside Indiana Business. Hosted by Mitch Frazier. Produced by Kayla Chittister and Fabian Rodriguez. Photography by Kaylee Kerr. To get all ag bioscience news all the time, visit agronovisindiana.com.